Sleigh bells ring. Are you listening? In the lane, snow is glistening. A beautiful sight. We're happy tonight. Walking in the winter wonderland. Not really, because we're in North Carolina and there's likely to be ice, but no winter wonderland snow. Unless we get one of our rare blizzards. Anyway, it is day number two of the Black Jackson Estate presents the 12 Days of Christmas. We are slowly but surely getting in the holiday cheer. We're in the spirit. We're feeling the love in the air. We're feeling the togetherness and the hope of the season. I'm user one and I am joined on this episode by user 1.5. User 1.5 how you feeling? Here we are. We're, we're rounding out. We're getting closer to Christmas. It's day two, so we got a lot of days ahead of us. But how are you feeling about the holidays so far? Hola, hola, mis amores. Feliz Navidad. Hi. Uh, you know what? The holidays are creeping up on me, and they're coming faster this year than they have ever creeped up on me. So I'm excited about that. I'm not going to be prepared at all. What's kind of spectacular about the holidays is each year we get to celebrate. Hopefully you get to celebrate with people you care about and you're not forced to spend your holidays with people you would rather not be with. And if that's your life, you know, we're praying for you and um, good luck. If you get if you just can't handle it at some point with whomever you got to be with, you just put on an episode of the Black Jackson State podcast. Clear your mind. Relax, relate, release, because we got your back this holiday season. Mm-hmm. It's hard to it's hard to do holidays with sometimes it's your family. You don't really want to be around. Some people have really bad relationships with family, but hopefully that's none of you guys. And if it is and you do sometimes have a bad relationship, just remember that the MJ fam is really a global fan community and that we we care about each other and we actually become legit friends and family of one another. I think that's one of the wonderful things about being a fan in the Michael Jackson fan community. Everybody enjoy yourself. This is day two. We hope you enjoy what we have to talk about today because we had a really fun time putting some of these things together. User 1.5, what do you want for Christmas this year? If you could have one thing for Christmas, this year don't say peace on earth make it very material as a matter of wow. fact let's not even go into that i was gonna because say the wise man brought eh, let me say this the wise <laughs> man brought the baby jesus material things so i don't want y'all to act like gifts are, uh, are, are inappropriate they brought what did they bring them quiz time what did they take it was gold frankincense and myrrh myrrh what is myrrh it's myrrh and i know he was a baby king but what a baby gonna do with myrrh what's myrrh for who knows well, Drop you know knows. Frankincense, a, a tweet or instagram aren't these like it's basically like gold was like the most tangible the rest of it were like essential oils and stuff so so i'm saying if jesus could get tangible gifts let's talk about the tangible things you'd like what what's one thing you want this christmas that you reasonably think you could get what's one thing you would want let me see one thing i want for christmas uh you know just cash just drop me some cash i'm always down for, for a <laughs> ching, monetary ching. monetary <laughs> gift show me the money yeah you know people are like oh you shouldn't give money because it's so impersonal not for me you go ahead and drop me a coin and i'm i'm pretty happy so you know if anybody yeah. wants to give me a christmas gift feel free to cash app it to me or better yet cash app it to the black jackson estate podcast that is no because then i won't ever see it I will you'll never, never see, see it. because it goes to the show but if you know the black jackson's no listen if you send you it to the to... black jackson estate make sure you put my black name jackson on it estate. no make sure you put my name no, on it so going it to, that account. to me listen and she's really really that's really a grinchy thing, thing to say which is not sh- surprising but yeah, if you want to give a gift give the gift of support to the black jackson estate podcast we appreciate you year round and we certainly appreciate you at this time of year if we made it to your christmas gift list how beautiful is that or that we, yet, gift, we give 12 if, days and people give back to us. That's that's beautiful. Listen, if we made it to your Spotify wrapped, go on ahead. Say that. Say that again. Say it again. If you made if we made it to your Spotify wrap. Oh, Lord. Then, you know, you you family anyway, you might as well go ahead and drop us a dollar. Well Listen, I feel like the preacher now. I feel like Shirley season. No gift is too small. No gift is too small. We'll take a dollar. We'll take 50 cents. We'll take two dollars. 
we appreciate you because we know you don't have to do it. So thank you. If you've given over the last year, thank you. Yeah. If 2022 has not, will not pass without you having supported this podcast, we appreciate you. Thank you so much because you just don't have to. um, It's kind of like when you go to the Wikipedia page at this time of year and they're like, stop. Most people ignore us. We want two dollars, you know, and you're that person that gives them some money. I've given them some money because I be using Wiki all the time. I'm like, dang, you're right. I could support you. Right. I I actually take a benefit from you. If you stop and think I want to support you because I get something out of it, we appreciate you. And we want to remind you that the holiday season, it is certainly better to give than to receive. But you, 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 the people, so you deserve to receive something, too. And that's why we're here. On day two of the 12 days of Christmas, this is our gift to you, Michael Jackson fan community. Why? 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 Because we love you, love you, love you. Win all year long, long, long. Period. So here we are back with day two. I'm really excited about this because I don't know who came up with this idea. We were sitting around trying to figure out what 12 days we were going to do. And someone said, let's do blank. And everyone was like, okay. That actually could be kind of chill. That could be kind of cool. Could be kind of fun. We'll learn something new. And hopefully the Michael Jackson fan community will too. Or you'll be able to teach us something new that we don't know. We always love to read your comments. We love to read your DMs. We love to read your emails. Hit us up. Um, you know exactly where to find us. The Black Jackson Estate at gmail.com. You can find us on Twitter at Twitter. BLK Jack Estate. You can find us on Instagram. Same place. And of course... There's plenty of ways to give, as we've talked about. If you don't know how, just hit us up on one of those platforms and we'll certainly let you know. So day two of the Black Jackson Estate presents the 12 Days of Christmas is all about Michael Jackson's Guinness Book World Records. Michael Jackson, he might be the king of Guinness Records. Who knows? He's had so many Guinness Records. It's unbelievable to think one human could amass this many world records. Absolutely insane. We looked at the list and said, this is crazy. We got to show some celebration and appreciation of Michael Jackson and what he's been able to do to get these records. User 1.5, talk to me. The Guinness Book of World Records. What's your first memories of that book? What do you think about that book? What's kind of the, the standard that you see in your mind when you think about the Guinness World Record book? So I remember my very first time seeing a Guinness World Records book. I was definitely in elementary school. I don't know which grade I was in, but the teachers used to bring that in. I feel like on the days that they really didn't want to teach, they would bring in the book and we would, they would talk about some random record, like dude over here, you know, bounce on his head for 65 hours while also eating ice. And he got a record, you know what I'm saying? Like it would just be something random and we would just be so fascinated and we would look through it. And so that's my earliest recollection of a world record. And then there was this craze in the 2000s. I don't know if y'all remember this. In the early 2000s where everybody was trying to like create a new world record or try to get a new world record from Guinness. So then there was like on TV, people would be like, oh, we're trying to get the record for, you know, most people, most bald headed people whistling. And that, look, they were showing on TV. So it's a cool thing. It's a, it's an annual publication. It comes out in actual physical book form every year. And it's really cool to look through if you ever get the opportunity to. Yeah, I think you're right. I think it's something that teachers like to bring up in elementary school when they didn't they didn't really want to deal with us. They were but tired. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We it's were like when just, they put the you know, for Halloween. They just really Halloween, were right. tired. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They were like, we can stay on brand and I can get a break. I think that's fair. And I think that Guinness World Records, I think kind of the cool thing about Guinness is that, like you said, anybody could potentially find themselves in this book, right? If you can do something that no one else can do and someone can come watch you do it and prove that you're the only one that has done this thing or that you can break someone else's record, you could find yourself in the Guinness Book of World Records, right? It's not just for celebrities. It's not just for people who are known. It's for the world, right? I think that's just the coolest thing. I think kids and adults alike who are curious and like to learn. It's a great book. It's a great book to kind of peruse, you know, maybe if you're in the doctor's office or just to look at for fun with your kids. Fantastic book. And I and I think, yeah, it's a part of, it's such an integral part of just pop culture. 
that you don't even think about, like, where did this thing start and where did it come from? Um, So we're going to talk a little bit about that as well. But before we get into that, we thought it'd be really fun to share with you guys before we talk about Michael's records and some of the ones uh, that we didn't know he had or some of the more recent records. Uh Aha. We want to talk a little bit about some lesser known records from, from some regular folks that we just found super interesting. So I actually have a copy of the Guinness Book of World Records for 2021. It was gifted to me on my birthday and I have opened it probably two times. So when this, this topic came up, gave me the perfect opportunity to go back and look at this book and look at some of the records. Are you guys ready? If you're not, you need to stay ready because here we go. You stay ready. So you ain't got to get ready. Boom. Go ahead. Go ahead. Read. This is a natural world record from the Guinness Book of World Records, again, from 2021, the longest lasting rainbow. On November the 30th, 2017, a rainbow over Yangmingistan in Chinese Taipei. Y'all, I'm killing everything. Yeah, I know you ain't say that right. First of all, Yang Ming Yang Yang Ming. I know you didn't say it right. Yang Ming Yang Yang Ming Shan. Yang Yang Ming Shan. Yang Y A N G Ming Yang Ming S H A N Shan. Sure. Continue. All right. Yeah. All right. It, it, this is in China, folks. Okay. A rainbow was continuously observed for eight hours and 58 minutes by members of the Atmospheric Sciences Department of Chinese Cultural University. It was believed to have been caused by a seasonal monsoon wind carrying water vapor from the sea. The longest lasting rainbow lasted for eight hours, 58 minutes. Wow. Wow. Eight hours and 58. And who was watching it for eight hours? Who was what? But you know who would have loved it? Dorothy. Yeah, she says somewhere over the rainbow. All right. Let's talk about the Guinness Book body parts records. And you guys are going to love this one. The longest beard on a female, natural born female. Vivian Wheeler. A on a female? A cis? A cis woman? <laughs> a good cis. Yes. The longest beard, Vivian Wheeler, from right here in the great United States of America, grew her beard to a length of 25.5 centimeters. That is grew 10 inches. her beard? That is 10 inches, folks, from the follicle to the tip. Wow. As met. As measured on April 8th, 2011 in Milan, Italy. This is still short of the longest beard ever on a female, which is 36 centimeters, one foot, what? two inches, as grown as grown by Madame Devere. Madam, and she was a madam. AKA Janice Devere, also from the United States. And she grew that beard out in 1884 and it's long y'all i mean i guess we'll put some pictures in the notes i mean this is a man's beard it's really strong it's a strong beard for a lady so is it is it is it a full beard it's a full beard it connects yes wow but see now 1884 they were good for playing tricks and scams on people this might be a man i need more evidence no, i no. well other good okay now the other lady now no maybe not 1800 I don't know though. It's 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 women with additional testosterone, and that's uh, an. You're trying to get scientific. We're just trying to keep it weird. We're just trying to keep it weird. Let me see, Madam. Wow, Madam. Well, I'm gonna tell you something. My little goat hair. Here she is. Here she is. Plucking. That don't make me feel bad no more. Here she is. Oh wow! Look at her. Oh my god. She That's got a nerve to have her hand on her hips. <laughs> Child, it's First of all, she got some hips. So it might, but this could be a man. Are we sure it's... <laughs> <laughs> She's got a beard and a mustache. Wow. Are we sure it's a lady? Or how are we sure it's a lady? Because like I said, Why back in the 1800s, they would really what? get you. But what was the point of growing it out like that? If facial hair, if you're a woman and your facial hair grow like this, there's nothing you can do to control it. You might as well let it just grow. She, they had razors back then. Now the men could stay clean shaven. She could have found a way. But that's what I'm saying. But this was like a real carny trick. What I'm what I'm saying is this was a real carny trick, right? Back in the day. So you're saying this is a trick. I'm saying, do we make sure it's not? Did someone pull it? Did you pull it? 
It looks attached to her face. She got her hand on her hip. All I'm, she <laughs> when, <laughs> when she dip, you dip, we dip. And she looks really satisfied in this photo. She does not look. <laughs> she does really? not. Look, She's got a lot of self esteem. A lot of self-esteem. y'all. For for those of you who uh, can't see, which is everybody listening, uh, Madam Devere, Madame Devere. The longest bearded lady is standing in this photo from the clearly from the 1800s, early 1900s. She's got on all black, black blouse, a black Victorian style dress that goes to the floor. She has some kind of pendant around her neck and she has her hand, one hand on her hip. And she is posing in slight side profile for the camera. And that beard is hanging almost past her boobs, almost to her waist. Her co- yeah. very corseted waist. Let's yeah. just... I'm not going to sit here and act like wow. it's Good not for her. a lot. It kind of is a lot. I'm not going to act like it's not a lot. Good for her. All right, but I'm, I want to go back to my original question, which is, are you sure? Y'all say, okay, that's definitely a lady, but... I've never seen a woman be able to grow. I've seen women with beards. Like I've seen women with five o'clock shadows intentional. I ain't never seen nothing like this, but okay. Anyway, America, we standing tall. I don't know if it's the food or what, but here we go. Is this what we're, is this why we're proud to be American? (laughs) Proud to be an American. I tell you, we let me down every time. We let me down every time. Well, maybe this one will make you proud, okay? Maybe this will make you proud, okay, America? All right, America, y'all ready? Let's do it. Stand up. Most baked beans eaten in five minutes with a cocktail (laughs) stick. David Rush. That's worse. That's worse. I think the beard is (laughs) Mr. David Rush. Listen, you need to give this man his part. He in the book. David Rush. Okay. Gob- gobbled now down. Now, most Shoot. black beans, you said? Pork and beans. What kind of beans? Ba- baked he? beans. Baked bushes. Beans. We don't know if they were bushes. We don't know if they, we don't know the brand, but they were baked. Okay. Eating with a stick? If you let me tell the story. Okay. Go ahead. Mr. David Rush gobbled down 275. It's not gobbled. Oh, go ahead. He gobbled down. 275 baked beans using a cocktail stick on December the 6th, 2018. So he just had another anniversary of his record. Congratulations. Happy anniversary. Um, In (laughs) Boise, Idaho. Each bean had to be spiked individually. Oh, my God. David also set the three-minute and one-minute record. In three minutes, he had 178 beans. And in one minute, he had 68 beans. I can't. I can't take this seriously. Why are you laughing? Why are you laughing? So he gobbled down a hundred and something beans. You know his tail hole. (laughs) (laughs) You know his butt was okay. uh, Angry. I don't want to think about what was happening in very angry. But. He got okay, so he gobbled down. Those are the words we chose. He gobbled down. He gobbled down. So he took a toothpick yeah. basically and and ate them one at a They spiked time. the beans. They but spiked the beans, right, with, with the toothpick. toothpicks, right. And he ate and one he bean ate at a time. So how? Okay, yeah. Well, he I might not have ate them one at a time, but he had to eat them off the stick. So he could have ate them more than one at a time, saying he ate one stick at a time. But he could have took a, a like a, a, a cluster of sticks. Put okay. him in his mouth. It's just this is getting more ridiculous by the moment. So good for you, Madam Devere, looking I, real good right now. Ain't you? <laughs> I mean, again, America, is this what we're doing? America, is this what we're doing? Okay. and this is a big shout out to our friends in Australia. You, Damien, most habitable city, the Australian capital of Vienna, was awarded the title of most livable city for the second year running in 2019 scoring a 99.1 points out of 100 on the economists global livability index the report assesses more than 30 factors across five key factors stability healthcare, culture environment education and infrastructure shout out to australia okay so you see how dignified (laughs) that's that's a wonderful record to hold 
versus the bearded the beans. thing and, and the dude eating beans. He's like Jack and the Beanstalk. He ate the beans. It's so embarrassing. And this It's this not embarrassing. That's embarrassing. not right. Not mo- American. Okay, American MJ fam, you let us know. Is it embarrassing for ha- us to have records like that? Like the most baked beans eating and the longest beard on a lady, natural lady, uh, f- born woman. That's not embarrassing. Mm. It's not embarrassing. And we've got another one here from Culture and Society, Guinness Book of World Records. The country with the most languages, Papua New Guinea is home to speakers of a total of 840 living languages. Wow. According to the 22nd edition of Ethnologue, Languages of the World, published in 2019. Ethnologue, Languages of the World. These languages include Takpisin, 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 I don't know how else to say Motu and English, 840 languages. That's fantastic. Well, most folks can barely speak here. one good. <laughs> well, most Americans anyway, I'm clear. Certainly not over here. The, most of the people over here came with English. We haven't even mastered English. So I, uh, certainly 800 languages. Wow. Good for you guys. I think that's fantastic. That's fantastic. Around the world, people are, people in places are achieving amazing things. And the people of these places are causing the place that they call home to achieve amazing things. So shout out to everyone around the world. There's folks from all, every single continent is represented in this book. And I think that's really cool. It kind of connects itself to Michael as that's what he wanted to do, right? He wanted to be global. So the fact that he is a part of these records is amazing. It's something that he would have felt, and I'm sure he felt in his lifetime, very happy about. So we want to get into uh, Michael Jackson's records. And he has so many. User 1.5, just off the top of your head, what's the ones you know? Like, oh, that's definitely his. What's the the obvious ones? Give me two or three that you got. Thriller, definitely the highest grossing, the world record for the the most album sales um, or highest grossing albums. And I do know that Michael also won the world record for most Grammys one in one night for Thriller. Let's see. Most uh, most watched debut. I want to say it was for You Are Not Alone. Or No, I think You you Are Not Alone is like the first uh, single to start at number one. Okay. Yeah. Baby, I mean, it didn't Michael- move up the charts. It started. Yeah. Oh, to start at number one. Okay. So, I mean, listen, Michael's got quite a few. I mean, I was doing the research for this and I really don't, I didn't know a lot of good, most Billboard Music Awards won. Michael has a record for that as of right now. Yeah. So, um, yeah. The, the most giving celebrity as far as right. humanitarian and charities and that, he's still doing that. I, I don't know if anyone is gonna gonna top him because he he wrote it into his, will right that he wanted to give so he's just uh, he's just a one man who's done many many things and the guinness book of world records has been keen to acknowledge those things that he has done so let's get right into it here's our list of some of the most surprising guinness records that michael jackson holds we've got some surprises for you we hope that you don't know all of these but if you do you know you got super fan status for sure so here we go let's start with number one number one michael jackson record for guinness world records the most expensive jacket ever sold at auction was a Michael Jackson jacket, and it sold on June 26, 2011. Using 1.5, you want to guess what sort of jacket, what would be the jacket in your mind if someone said, Lord, someone just bought Michael Jackson's jacket for $1.8 million because that's exactly what they did. What jacket would you guess is the jacket? That okay, the only, the only jacket to pay $1.8 million is going to be the Thriller jacket. And we're just going to go ahead and I don't even need to look at the notes to know it has to be that jacket because any other jacket. You it is. Okay. It is. Mm-hmm. The Thriller jacket sold for 1.8 million US dollars at a sale organized. This is when the Julian auction was going on in Beverly Hills. So that's that's the price, baby. That's a lot um, for, you know, you're not going to wear it. It's really for not to wear. Um, and Literally. it was purchased. <laughs> it was you purchased by. Milton Barrett, who is uh, a philanthropist and a very rich man from Austin, Texas, and he said he planned to send that jacket on tour to use as a fundraising tool for children's charities. And guess what? He did exactly that. He used that jacket to raise money for others. So Michael Jackson, the highest selling, most expensive jacket bought at auction is the jacket from the Thriller video. I don't know where that jacket is today. I don't know if if Mr. Milton still has it or not. But, you know, he paid $1.8 for it. Do you think that that value 
that value has appreciated in time or do you think it's gone down? What do you think using 1.5? Oh, yes. Appreciated in time. I think that uh, because Thriller is so iconic, you know, the, the video is so iconic. But I will tell you this. I, as much as I love the Thriller video, the jacket that I would have paid for had I had the money, if I had the money. Would have been that pearl jacket that he wore when he accepted the Icon Award. Was that the award that the one that Janet presented him with? That pearl uh, military jacket that he had on. I like thought 93. they buried him in that. I thought they buried well, they him buried in him in a replica because remember Michael gave that jacket to somebody and we don't know who. Oh, yeah, yeah. That, I mean, so he had some. Listen, his replica. jackets was he's the man known for the jackets, right? He'd stay with you know something really to make you pay attention so thriller just became the one and then we talked about this on another episode how that who designed that jacket which i believe was john landis's wife right yes essentially yes she's credited with with design I don't think she's she credited designed it but yeah, she's she credited credit. for bringing the jacket to the table yeah okay and you know some of the, the ideas that were going on they wanted it to make him look very virile and manly and boom boom bow I think that worked. I mean, it, it looked so good on him in the video. You could tell that it must have felt good because Ola was all up under his armpit and on his chest. So it, it, it did the job, I think. I mean, Ola and- was going to be on him regardless. Let's just be honest. Could you fault her? I didn't say that. I'm just saying that she was going to be up on him if he was in that jacket or if he was in a banana costume. She was going to be <laughs> up on him. They would have to tell me, can you stop touching him? <laughs> they probably did have to tell her that. They probably like, oh, he, you keep walk yeah, keep, to the Michael's beat, not girl. comfortable. <laughs> Michael's uncomfortable. Can you please stop touching him? No. <laughs> did y'all hire me to, me to do a job? I'm doing my job. I'm doing my job. I am doing my job. The Thriller Jacket, $1.8 million. Let me tell you what, I could pay off all my debt with $1.8 million, but it makes sense. It is an iconic piece of pop history, of American history, of Black history, of world history, because the Thriller album and that record, that video are imprinted as a part of world history. And um, so it makes sense. Like you said, if there's any jacket that's going to do it, fun fact, that same guy, uh, the rich man, Milton Barrett, uh, uh-huh. he also bought the bad jacket. He bought one of the bad jackets, too. So he was just buying up shit at the auction. What? It must Listen, be nice. Does he need an adopted child? <laughs> yeah. He can buy some things up. from it. Yeah. He just got he money He was just like buying that? stuff. Milton yeah, he was just buying stuff. Of Austin, Texas. I need to make a trip down to Texas. You know you got money when you didn't buy it for your own collection. You said, I bought it actually so I could help raise money for other people. Well, that's what he said. But that's what he said. It's probably now. at the house right now. Yeah, it's at the house like, it's at, it's at the house like the secret files that Trump got at Marlowe. So, mm, like, yeah, the and moving files. on. And moving on. <laughs> Trump said, it's mine. <laughs> I'm Michael Jackson in your mind and it's <laughs> You just he have to say it out loud like an affirmation and oh, it's declassified. Oh, Donald, Donald, Donald. But anyway, so yeah, that's one we didn't know a whole lot about. We hope we, we taught you something new. If you know some more about Mr. Bear, if he's looking for, to adopt a child, to adopt a grown child, let us know and uh, drop us a comment about that. If you have some additional information we didn't cover. Number two on our list of Guinness World Records we didn't know Michael Jackson had or that we are impressed by that Michael Jackson has. Number two, Michael Jackson is the first celebrity cameo in a rhythm game now user 1.5 what's a rhythm game you asking me i don't know <laughs> i don't know so, the bar song that's rhythm of, the rhythm of the night rhythm of the night yeah <laughs> yeah uh, that's is it close i don't know if this is like a it's a dance game but i mean I, but at the time i don't think it was like interactive dance like uh like the dances dance games you can do now where you are actually dancing but at any rate this is what we got michael jackson the first celebrity cameo in a rhythm game what game space channel five when december of 1999 and here's what we got from the guinness site early rhythm games often featured licensed music the advent of sega's music classic space channel five which was from 1999 heralded the first celebrity cameo for the genre. That celebrity was none other than Michael Jackson playing the part of Space Michael, a role that would feature more prominently in the game's sequel, which was released in 2002. Space Michael 
has to use his vocal ability against a singing robot. What in the world? So I want you to happening? check out this little screenshot. I don't want to see it. What is Michael? <laughs> That's space, space Michael. Robot. Space Michael. So descri- describe robot. Space Michael for the folks who who can't who can't see. We have some Child, some some folks that listen to us. Who, who, I got to put my damn see. glasses on for this. That's space Michael. Space Michael looks like regular Michael. Best <laughs> Michael has on the the silver outfit from the Scream video. Hair same way, except it's pulled back in the ponytail. So you got that little that little um curl in his eye. And I don't know what's going on here. Space his legs look funny and his arms don't look right. It's 1999, you know, video game. So it looks very 1999 for sure. His hands ain't even got no digits. It's just so, a block. Right. Like, like <laughs> he doesn't have his to- he, he looks like a Lego though, almost. So what is Michael doing? Is he singing and dancing or well, well let's well we'll take a look at that in this second but let's take this check out a little because michael's pioneering here right so it's not going to be perfect but he's a pioneer here and let's remember michael has a long-standing relationship with sega from the 80s we're talking about the moonwalk game all these different things so you know sonic he's featured in, in the music and sonic so michael and sega they buddy buddy so here's the, here's the backstory right and we'll drop some we'll drop this in the show notes so the head of sega's development essentially was in the united states and he was at a meeting and michael jackson was there don't know the details of the meeting. This is a third hand account from someone who was working on this game. Okay. So the head of Sega development is at a meeting in the US. Michael's at the meeting. He sees the game. He really likes it. And he goes, Oh, I'd like to be in the game. I'd like to be in and they and they said okay. And the creators of the game, they actually were almost done with like whatever their their initial version is, like the beta or whatever, right? And they came back and the, the head is the development was like Michael Jackson wants to be in the game. And they were like, he was, you know, put him in it, you know. I mean, no other reason other than he wants to be in it. And we cool like that. We got a relationship. That's why y'all gotta have good relationships with people. Cause even well, when you want to okay, you do but stuff. but let's let's let this be a lesson, y'all. Everything y'all want don't always need to happen. Sometimes the Lord is preventing it from happening because it does need to be but it was successful right because they put him they, he's a recurring character from in 2002 so do you have and to I like think, unlock michael do you unlock i don't know him? if you got to unlock him or he just already there but like you got to know the cheat code to get michael let's take a look at a commercial from that time for space channel five let's just take a quick look because i don't think you've seen this have you user 1.5 no and this is playstation 2 help us let's take a look here we go space channel five we need to save our galaxy yulala are you ready There we go. There we go. Space Channel okay. 5. Alrighty. Okay. Well, well I want to show you one more because I think oh, you'll God. I okay. think you'll take something away from this. Just let's let's give it a second. Get out of here, Jamala. This is a trap. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to keep it together. And here you go. <laughs> the opposite direction as you listen. Tap the under direction key. Now let's shout. No way. Everybody, get, get out of here. Move, go. Michael. Lala, let's go. 
Let's shout. Shake it down to the friend. Come on, Yolanda. Come on. Be careful. Be careful. Everybody stick together. Come on, Yolanda. Come on. Now, what I want to bring to your attention here, user 1.5, is how how deep his voice was. Michael really was putting on the front with that the high voice. That's a regular voice. Okay, that was his acting voice. You know, we that was, heard uh, that voice okay. in uh we heard that voice in You Rock My World. We heard that voice in no, we didn't hear nothing in uh Smooth Criminal, but we certainly heard it in You Rock My World. We heard it in Bad, You Ain't Bad, You Ain't Nothing. That's his acting voice. When he's acting, I don't know, was when he, when is, he said you Lala, you in danger girl, I felt that. Uh, ain't that the same thing that Whoopi Goldberg said to Molly? <laughs> <laughs> he said, "You lala, I don't like it. It's a trap. I mean, it's a trap, you lala. I feel like we got Michael the same is just thing. such a pioneer. He's such a pioneer. I think what what I think this Guinness record shows us is it just continues to remind us that Michael Jackson was more than just a musical icon. Like he really was an entertainment king. He was all over the place, and it wasn't like just throwing stuff at the wall, like." It was successful stuff. This was successful because they brought it back for the next reiteration. Who knew that was happening in 2002? I didn't. You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, but but think about a whole world of people. I say that to say there's a whole world of gamers who knew about this. And Michael Jackson was in their world blinking with his looking ass. Yeah. Here I am. Hello. Tell you, Lala, she was in danger. Come on. Lala, it's a trap, sis. I don't like it. I don't like it. Michael Jackson, the very first celebrity camo in a rhythm game, Space Channel 5, December of 1999, actually December 16th of 1999. So it's got an anniversary coming up here. Michael Jackson, still the king of everything. Okay, that's just really what we need to call him. Michael Jackson, king of everything. Um, Not king of kings or lord of lords. Hallelujah, God, but king of everything. Number three. Michael Jackson holds the Guinness record for the largest TV audience for a music video premiere. I feel like all the fans probably know this, but you don't know which video it is. Like you get confused about which one it was like, oh my goodness, which one was it? Because a Michael Jackson video premiere was truly a thing. Yeah. And so yeah, it was an event. We all remember these events. If you're of a certain age, you remember, if you remember a time before the internet being how you watch TV, and got entertainment, then you you may remember this, right? Because you do have to be old enough to remember before the internet when we were all watching the same stuff on network TV and occasionally the same stuff on HBO or something like that, right? Or BET. That video premiered November 14th, 1991. And it was fill in the blank, MJ fam, say it out loud. Let me hear you. That's right. Black or white premiered in 1991 the 11 minute clip was directed by john landis as we all know it cost a whole lot of money to make an estimated 500 million people in 27 countries across the world watched the premiere of this video at one time i want everybody to just stop and close your eyes visualize 500 million fishes not people fish goldfish if you need fishes 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 would be more than one type of fish so like you could be envisioning like goldfish and piranhas that's not good because the piranhas probably they would eat the goldfish right you could be whatever just 500 fish can you imagine what that looks like like 500 million in the ocean 500 million dories yeah and i watched michael jackson 27 countries that's crazy I want to take a minute to really reiterate for some of our younger listeners how special it was during live TV. Now, right now, if you want to watch something and it's on TV live and you miss it, you don't it doesn't bother you. Right. You might be like, oh, dang, I missed it. But you can see the replay very quickly. Right. Or you can record it to your to your cloud or to your DVR or whatever. I want you guys to travel back in time with us to 1991, where when there was a world premiere of something, if you had something else to do, you canceled it or you recorded on VHS 
this event because you did not want to be the person at the water cooler the next day who hadn't seen it. And this went for sporting events. It went for video premieres. It went for TV shows. It went for uh, made for TV movies, the trashy movies with like, you know, people who kill their husbands because their husbands had a mistress. It went for all of that. If it was something important, you either canceled or you had to record it. And so for 500 million people to sit down at one time and be participating in the same activity at the same time, watching Michael Jackson's video premiere is absolutely phenomenal. No lies were told. That's really reality, right? No other pop star could command that sort of audience, right? There's no one else. And I'm not even trying to be, I'm not diminishing anyone else's like, because Michael existed in a time of megastars. You're talking about Whitney Houston and Madonna and the Mariah Carey's of the world. And who else user 1.5? I mean, you're talking about Luther Vandross. You're talking about, I'll, I'll, I mean, it's a lot like you're talking about mega, mega, mega stars. And I met some people who are really mega at this point as well. But the point being, no one could command this sort of attention. At one time, we all stopped to watch this. That's crazy. Right. Because no one no one gets that now. Right. You can rack up the views on YouTube. That's easy. That's easy. And by easy, I mean, it's easy for people to actually tune in, but to have to, because you can watch it in your car, you can watch it at work, you can watch something, um, you know, at home, you can watch it while you're on your lunch break. There's no limit to where you can access things. But back in the day, you needed to be in front of your television. Yeah. You needed to you be didn't in have a TV television. on your phone. You didn't have streaming. On we didn't have all that. We all chose to be still in front of the TV at one time to watch this video. That's still amazing. No one. This is one record that no one will ever break because the way time, technology is now, this this will not be duplicated again. Like we're not yeah. going back to a TV era. This is just his record forever and ever, as many are. But this is certainly one of them that will never be broken. Uh, Michael Jackson is Kang. That's for sure. That's for sure. Good he's list user one. Kang. He's still Kang, y'all. Y'all better. Y'all better listen. Y'all already recognize. It's 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 it is what it is. Michael is still. I just I'm stopping a second so Q can hear this shout out I'm giving him. I told him we were recording right this moment. I'm also on Twitter while we're doing this, and and Q says sending my Christmas best wishes and love to you all. I can already tell the series will be a highlight of my season. You found out when Q said that, you know, when we recorded uh, day two for the Black Jackson Estate presents the 12 days of Christmas. Q, we love you. Michael Jackson is still that guy, right? He's he's done things. He did things in his lifetime and in his career that even if you find tried to find a way to uh, equivocate it today, um, you couldn't. It just exists as it is. That's number three on our list. Michael Jackson, Guinness World Records. We're moving smooth and swiftly into number four on this list. Y'all ready? Most expensive. Michael Jackson had the most expensive promotions for an album by any pop star. This record is listed inside the 2000 millennium edition of the Guinness World Records book, which I have right here. It's a beautiful book. It's got like a platinum silver sort of veneer. Guinness World Records 2000. Of course, it's Michael Jackson. This is the insert from that book. If you've got it, read with me, folks. Promotions for Michael Jackson's history, 1995, included a 30-foot-high inflated statue of the pop star on top of Tower Records in Hollywood, California, a huge sign in Times Square, New York City, and another statue floating on a barge down the River Thames in London. And did I say that right? Thames? The River Thames sure. in London, Sounds England? Right to me. Sounds right to me. Jackson's record company, Sony. Spent a total of $40 million on promotions for the launch of the album in the United States, the United Kingdom, Italy, Australia, Japan, South Africa, and the Netherlands. Now, you know good and GD well that Michael asked for all of this. A 30-foot high inflated <laughs> statue on top of Tower Records in Hollywood, as if yeah. Hollywood doesn't have enough going on. Uh, with the homeless people and the streets smelling like pee, you now have Michael Jackson in a 30-foot-high inflated statue, a sign in Times Square. That's not unusual. And then another statue floating on a barge down the (laughs) river. Michael Uh, asked, Michael was like, you know what, Tommy? You know what I want to do? 
I think that we should have a statue on a barge. You know when uh, Samuel, Samuel L. Jackson said, is that a nigga on a nag? <laughs> I feel like that's Michael on that barge. Is that... <laughs> Why are we floated it down the river and yeah. what, hope for uh, the best? The hope things. it got where we headed. Michael asked for this. This is Michael, one hundred percent. Y'all know it was seven of them statutes. And what's crazy to me, who else could get that? <laughs> this is such a specific promotion. Michael definitely had to ask for this specifically. I don't and think that's anyone why came they didn't Michael. give him no money for damn uh, invincible. They spent it all on history. But you know what? History still became, what, the highest grossing album uh, tour, the highest grossing tour in uh, the 90s, right? If I'm not, if I'm not mistaken, history still yeah. did some things, right? So, like, it's like, you know, they spent $40 million on, on him. They were like, we got to get, we hopefully we make our money back. But Michael Jackson promote just the promotion for the album. We're not even talking about the money spent on the album. The promotion for the album included $40 million. Y'all wouldn't know what to do with $40 million. $40 million. I can't count that high. And neither did Michael. Why are you being rude to him? He didn't know what to do. I'm the, the he statues. bought Neverland. The he bought the animals. He bought, it's the statues. I mean, it's a little over the top. I'm not going to say it's not it's over the, the top. Stuff. It's over the top. But good for you, Mike. You got somebody to give you a debt budget. Good for you, honey. They knew yeah, they ahead. were going to get a return on their money because Michael Jackson at this point was still even, I mean, all the BS aside with the, uh, with the allegations and everything that happened in 93, by the time we get to history um, and the, and the history tour, whether or not Michael wanted to be there, that's debatable. We had a podcast about how he really didn't sing anything on that tour. <laughs> he lip synced most of the tour. He kind of phoned it in, but Michael was still the biggest selling artist of all time he was still the biggest pop star of all time the greatest entertainer of all time so they knew that at 40 million dollars that was like a drop in the bucket they knew once he went on tour he was gonna get all that money back you know now whether he showed up to all the shows that's another gamble but really they they weren't concerned about that 40 million so if he wanted to float a, a, a statue down the river thames in london they were like sure just go on tour. I feel like if we had to like recreate Michael's statue floating down the river things right now, I feel like we would play Beyonce's feeling myself. I'm feeling myself. <laughs> I'm, feeling, I'm, feeling, I'm feeling myself. I feel like that's what we would play as the, as it goes by on the barge. I'm feeling myself. I'm feeling myself. Because you got to be feeling yourself, baby. But guess what? Somebody else is feeling you too because you didn't pay for it. It was financed by somebody else. And what did we learn, kids? Use Boom. other people's money whenever Use you have the other opportunity. other people's money. Shout out to Michael Jackson for having a statue float down the river Thames on a barge. All right, let's move into something I bet you guys don't know because I was so pleasantly surprised to see this Guinness World Record. And it's not just about Michael. And I always, always love it. And I, I think user 1.5 will agree. When we can incorporate the entire Jackson family, when we can take all Joe and Katie's kids and bundle them into something fantastic. Michael Jackson, the Jackson family Guinness World Record, most siblings, they hold the record. For the most siblings to have solo hits on the Billboard charts. What? Nine total children. Joe and Katie's kids. When did they hit this record? In June of 2016. All nine children of Joe and Catherine Jackson. Rebe, Jackie, Tito, Jermaine, Latoya, Marlon, Michael, Randy, and little Janet all from the United States of America. See how we just redeemed ourselves from them baked beans? Let's do it, y'all. Have charted with solo recordings in the United States. Michael Jackson kicked off his family's love affair with Billboard charts when Got to Be There bowed at number 89 on the Hot 100 in October 30th of 1971, almost 45 years later. Okay, come on, baby. Come on. I'm going to say almost 45 years later because God's work is not finished till it's done. Tito Jackson's Get It Baby completed the family set when it debuted at number 29 on adult R&B song on June the 4th, 2016, after Michael, Jermaine, LaToya, Janet, Reby, 
Marlon, Jackie, and Randy all made their first impressions on Billboard charts with Tito, the Jackson's third child, joining the illustrious list 27 years after the eight siblings' first taste of chart action. Michael, Janet, and Jermaine are the three siblings who charted in the all-genre Hot 100 with solo material with the five other Jacksons minus Tito hitting Billboard's hot R&B hip hop song charts. Mm-hmm. Before Look at Jermaine making that list for Janet and Mike. That's right. Before mm-hmm. Tito's foray on the adult R&B song survey. Tito, listen, man, we love you. What an amazing Obviously. record to have. Who else can do it yeah. like that? Yeah. Let, let, let me tell you something. I had a senior moment as you were reading. I was trying to read along with you and I was looking for my glasses and I literally looked all <laughs> over for my glass and they are on my face. <laughs> I said, Lord Jesus, and I got oh, oh y'all pray. Oh Lord Jesus, it's a fire. Um, yeah, listen, I am quite impressed. The Jacksons are talented. There is no question about how talented they are, as in the, the entire family really is. And that's really a testament to Katie. Katie's actually a testament to them being good good human beings for the most part. And then Joe and his work ethic and the work ethic that he instilled in them, he got them to, to, to where he wanted them to be. They are the most recognizable American family, black, white, or other in the world. So congratulations. This is a fantastic record to have. Papa T brought it on home with Get It Baby. If you ain't heard Get It Baby. You remember Papa T. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You need to go listen to Tito Tito Time and you need to go listen to um, our favorite Under Your Spell. Yeah, that's the jazz Under Your Spell. I love Under Your Spell. That's a a really good album. If you don't have Tito, if you don't, it's not jazz, it's a blues record. Blues. If I'm you sorry, don't, if you don't have T, yeah, it's a blues record. If you don't have Tito Jackson's Tito Time or Under Your Spell, this is a great time to gift it to yourself or a fellow blues music lover for Christmas. If you go to the Jackson's website, they have mm-hmm. some items for sale that are signed by the Jackson brothers. And let me reiterate, these are some cool dudes. We met them in Morganton, North Carolina. They probably don't remember us from a ham sandwich, they don't. but they were so nice and so gracious. They just felt like uncles to us, right? Super cool guys. If you haven't heard Tito's album from 2016 or the one that was released more recently here i think maybe in 2020 or 2019 yes it's 2021 here on uh 2021 bye mm-hmm. go get it for yourself you will not be disappointed he's got some like limited edition discs too but i think the reason we're pumping tito right now is tito gave them this record let's be clear i mean i don't know if they would have still had it without it but it, this is how you run your numbers up right he gives them nine for nine yeah, that's 100 percent, baby. Not yeah. eight for nine. He gave them nine for nine. That's 100 percent. Tito Jackson. And he's got some good material. We love Tito's Fantastic. music and we love Marlon's. We love Baby Tonight. We love Don't mm. Go. We love Janet. Let's not even talk about it. Like we <laughs> we could be here all night talking about Janet. We, we love Centipede. We love what's the toy's little little bebop jam. Heart don't lie. <laughs> don't lie we love jackie uh we love uh um jackie cruising cruising y'all know it listen we love listen randy randy Ash, I'm glad Ashley's not here. That's her arch nemesis, but we Man, love Randy. We love they've all got hit. They've all got bang. Jermaine, you skipped Jermaine. Well, shout him out then. You were shouting everybody else. I felt like you need to shout. You, you're being rude, but we love Jermaine. Jermaine and his 50 limb albums that he got a budget for. We love them all. We love you. We love you. What's your favorite Jermaine Jackson song? User one. I mean, you listen, it's got to be Let's Get Serious because we just drop it so much on this podcast. You know, like we just say, listen, <laughs> let's get let's serious. Get I mean, serious. you got so many, you've got so many hits from Jermaine. You've got so many hits from all the Jacksons. These guys are uber talented. These ladies are superb. They are excellent. They are magnificent. Janet ain't the only one. She Mm -hmm. might be the one who's done the most. But let me tell you, all three of these ladies could have definitely had a little singing group. And we have talked about this. You need to go back and listen to some other Black Jackson Mm -hmm. episodes because we have told you what they could have done. All these ladies doing it. All these brothers doing it. And what's crazy is I'm sure they felt the competition from one another, but they all have such unique contributions. 
I hate that that kind of probably played a part in their mind. And what do you think? Use 1.5. I, you know, I would like to think that there was some friend, friendly uh, sibling rivalry there. But I would also like to think that they're all super supportive of each other. As we know, we're siblings. You know, there are ebbs and flows to the relationship. Sometimes you really like the person and sometimes you wish that they would go away. So and and, and then you do that. That's just, you know, it's, it's three of us. Right. Uh, you added a whole bunch of extra people. And um, I think sometimes they felt like they weren't getting the attention they deserved or or, you know, I would just like to think they all have a nice, harmonious kumbaya type and they all love each well, other and, and think, support each other and that there is no jealousy at all. None. I'm sure there has been over the years, but I'll say this. What you're, what I hear you saying is that sibling conflict, not necessarily rivalry, but si- sibling conflict angst is real, but hopefully sibling love conquers all. And you guys still get along at the end of the day because they all had such wonderful, and we see them publicly supporting one another. The, the reality is that I think they all love one another. And I just want to give Randy a real special shout out because I love Randy and the Gypsies. Perpetrators, love thing, love you, honey. All these are songs that I I actually have downloaded to my to my phone. And and while we're at it, if you're listening to this episode and you've not heard us say or have you not heard our the Black Jackson Estates episode about a Jackson brother not named Michael, where we go through every single brother and their contributions to music and history. Absolutely. Take some time over the holidays. Go listen to it. We had some really special guests up there. Uh, We had we have Randall. We had anyway, we had a lot of guests up here uh, and you'll recognize some of those folks from the Janet community, the micro community, from the Jackson family community. So go check it out. Most siblings to have solo hits on the Billboard charts, 100 percent Joe Jackson and Catherine Jackson's children. They are holding that record. I doubt that's I don't think that's one that will be broken anytime soon. And our last and final Michael Jackson Guinness World Record. It's again a family record. The most United States number ones for a family of musicians. How many? 40 number ones. Who? The J5, Michael Jackson and Janet Jackson. That takes that that puts everybody again. We're nine for nine here. And the Jackson family have scored 13 number one albums on the Billboard 200 and 27 number one singles on the Billboard Hot 100. The Jackson Five scored four number ones with their first four chart entries in 1970. Michael, the solo artist, took six albums to number one between Thriller and This Is It, 2009, and had 13 number one singles between Ben in 72 and You Were Not Alone in 95. Good Lord almighty. This total excludes the U.S. for Africa Charity Collective in 1985 because that would just run it up, right? Finally, Janet, little Janet, scored seven number one albums between Control in 86 and Unbreakable in 2015 and 10 number one singles between When I Think of You in 86 and All for You in 2001 during her career. Rebe, LaToya and Randy are the only Jackson siblings without a number one album on the Billboard 200 or a number one hit on the Hot 100. That's crazy. Yeah, I mean, listen, the like I said, the family is super uber talented. And so all of this is 100% earned. I just, you know, I feel like my aunties and uncles just did such a great job. I just, I, you know, we'd be proud to be in a family. So proud. This is such, this makes up for the baked beans. This makes up for the beards. It really makes up for some things we talked about earlier in America. Mm-hmm. And those are great titles to hold but I, we needed to bounce it out with something a little more substantive but shout out to the bean man and to the bearded lady but these jacksons man how amazing of records for a family for a black family from the very most humble of beginnings in america coming from the steel mills from the from the streets of gary indiana the streets where people go to in a lot of ways die right a lot of people don't make it out of these circumstances and they've gone to the highest of heights in the world the jackson family and we show so much love and support for them we feel like they could be our family right and i'm sure so many of you feel the exact same way that these folks remind you of something that's really familiar and we look at all they've accomplished and we're so proud 
so proud to be fans of the Jackson family, especially considering all the positivity that they've released into the world. Let's talk about this on the flip side. User 1.5, the Carters, Jay-Z and Beyonce No are closing in, according to Billboard, on the Jackson's 40 number one albums and singles. As of February 2022, the husband and wife duo have notched up a total of 37 chart toppers, 22 albums, 15 singles. Between 1998 and 2020, Jay-Z's 14 albums and four singles are combined with Beyonce's eight albums and 11 singles including four with Destiny's Child and Crazy in Love. If either performer fails to add to their tally of number ones, there's a new Carter in town who just might. Blue Ivy, who has already secured GW the, the Guinness World Records titles for the youngest chart entrant and the youngest individually created, credited winner at the Grammy Awards. She was nine years old when she got that in 2021. Twins Rumi and Sir, Sir, is it Sir or Sir? Sir, Sir. Sir. The child's name is Sir. Rumi and Sir, I'm sorry, I know. Rumi and Sir were born in 2017 to the couple. And let's also give another thing here. The Sinatras, Frank and Nancy, have five albums and 13 singles since 1940, including Something Stupid. And the Gibb Brothers, BG... Bee Gees and Andy Gibb, right? Yeah. Yeah. Three albums, including Saturday Night Fever and 12 Singers Fall, some way short of matching the chart-topping success of both the Jacksons and the Carters of the all-genre U.S. albums and singles countdown. By weeks at number one, the Jacksons lead the Carters by 147 weeks to 118 on the charts. Let me ask you using 1.5. Now, all due respect to what Beyonce and Jay-Z have been able to do and what Frank Sinatra and Nancy Sinatra have been able to do. But that's, do you think it's fair to kind of combine people who married in or, you know, combine that? Do you think that should be a separate sort of category versus we all share the same blood success? Like, what do you think? Um, You know, I think, you know, at this point, people label families different things. So, I mean, if this is how, you know, they're going to label a family, then that's, that's fine. Um, and, and if this is the label for family, uh, Jay-Z and Beyonce, then they are definitely going to surpass the Jacksons because, uh, as promised, J- uh, Beyonce probably got, she got, what, at least two more uh, albums past Renaissance that she's going to drop at minimum. Listen, it, it just is what it is. It's going to eliminate the Jacksons, but that's a really good segue into some of the records. Like, so records are made to be broken. And Michael has a lot of records that he got for the Guinness Book of World Records that that he's been eliminated from by various other artists. So in 1986, he was he got the world record for highest paid commercial spokesperson. He was eliminated for that Um, in 1988. The bad at Wembley Stadium tour was the most successful concert series eliminated bad being the highest grossing tour by a male solo artist he was eliminated for that and in 1990 he got the highest fees for an entertainer highest payment for an entertainer he was eliminated eliminated for that as well there are so many other records that he got eliminated for and it's just the nature of the beast right and michael jackson fans i know get their panties in a bunch a lot of times if 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 some of michael's records are surpassed by current artists but it is what it is and and michael was a student of the game right he was like triple h he was a student of the game he was the game but he also wanted people to take to do what he did take what take who he was and build upon it uh and that's what we're seeing going forward so good shout out to jay-z and beyonce i don't know about nancy and frank but um Nan, nan. <laughs> I, mean, well, I, I mean, I, I let me. They're gonna, they're gonna surpass the Jacksons. Let me give, let me give a, a a differing view. I actually think they should be separating this sort of fam. Not Jay Z and Beyonce are clearly family. They've created a family. They are a family. But that's very different to me than like siblings and what a group of siblings from one, two of the same parents have created or done that's why i think the bgs is actually a better comparator than and then nancy and frank are better comparators to jay-z and beyonce in that scenario but, but you know so, you got and you, but, you know that's how, how that's how musical Guinness families work. are out there with the osmonds that's not it it's you know pl- I, mean? I mean back in the day you know that was the thing like singing groups of of siblings was the thing right you talk about the mills brothers and a lot of other groups so it's not 
it's definitely not uncommon. This is a very common thing. The Jacksons have become the most prolific, but they certainly were not the first or the only. There's a sea of families, of siblings who sing, dance. The Nicholas brothers, like you said, the Nicholas brothers, there's plenty out there. So it's not it's not just them. So as opposed to like the Bee Gees would be a better group to compare them to, maybe even, um, you know, some of the boy bands, you know, that are actually siblings in the group, those sorts of things. That's just my opinion, but that's not to diminish what is being said about uh, the Bee Gees or Frank Sinatra or Jay-Z and Beyonce. They hold the record, they hold it strong, and they hold it rightfully. Absolutely amazing family full of musicians who have done wonderful things to the contribution for music, as have other groups and other family members. That's it. That's all we got for you guys for day two of the Black Jackson Estate Presents. The 12 Days of Christmas. This is day two. All about Michael Jackson and Guinness World Records. Let us know what you think. We hope you're rocking around the Christmas tree, enjoying your time this holiday season. Come back for day three of the Black Jackson Estates. 12 Days of Christmas. We'll be here. Will you? We want to see you. We'll see you tomorrow. And guess what? Happy holidays, guys. 